Thank you for visiting ChristopherMedia.net. Christopher Media, let's make some noise. Welcome to Beer Nuts, a weekly excursion into the world of craft beer. Brought to you by MichiganBeerGuide.com. And now, here are the Beer Nuts. It is Beer Nuts number 80. My name is Chris. With me from MichiganBeerGuide.com is JR. Happy holidays, everyone. A dugout. Happy holidays. Greg joining us once again. Happy holidays. Oh, ho, ho. Yeah, it's... It, 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 it's it's Christmas episode, everybody. This show's posting on Christmas Eve. So, today's theme, once again, holiday beers. Uh, seems, uh, you know, it seems like you'd be at a loss of things to scare up every year, but by golly, we found more beers to drink, uh, celebrate, more different beers to celebrate the holiday with. Uh, so, we're going to just kick it to JR right away for, uh, with the quote. Get things moving. Yeah, I don't really have any elaborate quote from any famous people, but I, a couple of real simple ones here. The first one is, uh, as we go into the holidays, it's always fun to drink with friends. And I'm going to, the quote for tonight is, friends bring happiness into your life. Best friends bring beer. And then to follow that up with, it's the most wonderful time for a beer, the holidays. Yes. So at this time, as we traditionally do, we want to invite everybody, uh, hopefully if it's Christmas Eve or shortly after, everybody's got plenty of uh, good holiday beers under your tree, so crack one open and uh, let's uh, enjoy one together. Uh, we're not pretentious, we just want to bring more good beer to more good people. So that being said, I think uh, Chris is going to lead things off tonight. What do you have for us, Chris? Yes, well, you know, going with the... the you know, it's, it's the holiday theme, right? Uh, my beer is not so much, you know, it's not, not a holiday ale, not a Christmas theme, but, you know, we're going to have a tree, right? Uh, some of us like the pine, some of us like the spruce. I have, from Dark Horse, a two spruce. It is a pale ale brewed with spruce tips. Let's pop this baby open. at the color it's got a nice kind of like a, like a dark amber color going here give it a sniff I mean but, but look first looking at it looking at the lacing clinging to the glass nice little, little frothy head here but not too much kind of a muted floral aroma Medium mouthfeel. Oh, I've had spruce beers before. I'm waiting to kind of get punched in the mouth here, and I'm not. So it's not a Christmas tree in a glass? No, it isn't. It's making me want to check when this beer was bottled. Yeah, I bet you that spruce fade's kind of like fresh hops do be my guess. Damn it. I can't tell when this is bottled. It's so good. I guess... I don't want to say I'm not disappointed. I was expecting a little bit more of a... And this maybe just from what, what I've come to expect. I mean, this is still a good beer. Uh, but, yeah. Maybe, maybe this particular bottle has it, faded a bit. But it's... Well, I'm still going to drink it. 
it's, it's still delicious. So why don't we just move on to the next beer? And I will just finish this. And we'll chalk this one up to probably being on the shelf. <laughs> well, we're going with uh, spruce number two. There you go. Um, I have a beer called Juicy Tree. It's by Shorts Brewery. Um, we've done quite a bit of shorts on the episode before. but and, Man, I was just looking at a lot of beers and... Um, I had an Anchor Christmas, and somehow the last one got drank, and that one I was saving for the show, because, and I did want to give that beer a shout-out, because if you find it this year, get it. It's phenomenal. It's uh, In the past, that beer has always uh, sort of been done with spices, and they really dial back any kind of the spicing, and now it's a little more like the Cascadian Dark or a Black IPA, uh, but it, it's just phenomenal. Um, so anyways, I didn't get to do that one. I didn't want to fake a review. Um, but so I ended up with the shorts, juicy tree. It's a special release for Christmas time. It's listed as, as an experimental India pale ale brewed with spruce chips, cranberries, and juniper berries added. Uh, the website says it's, um, uh, big aromatics of piney evergreen and sweet berries, single the senses. After some slightly tart and tangy flavors up front, a harmonious balance between pleasant fruit sweetness and bitter pine is reached. The finish is laced with a resiny stick stickiness that flows naturally into a lasting beer. All right, so I pour this off, and it's um, a really a nice golden color, uh, very clear, uh, really nice head on this beer, uh, some good lacing. The aroma I get is... Um, it's definitely berries and a little bit of a little bit of a piney smell to it. But the berries take over more of the nose as well as the malt. The malt really comes through on the nose of this beer. Um, for the taste, well, Christopher, there's your punch in the mouth. I mean, it's like two punches in the mouth. Um, spruce beers are an acquired taste i i've really run across too many people that have liked them on their first go around and uh much was the same for me i'd had them back in the early 90s from uh, a couple different home brewers and was just shocked at how how I, don't know, I wouldn't say bad but just like really chewing on a christmas tree limb like for an extended period of time it doesn't go away it, that 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 um spruce just lingers in your mouth as, as it does in this beer <laughs> Um, you know, right up front is that punch in the mouth of, um, of pine and, um, you get a little bit of a light berry finish to it. Um, I'm not getting any cranberry. I'd say the berry would be more of a juniper berry, um, given a slight kind of a gin overtone, not really a gin flavor, but just sort of that, that juniper berry overtones on it, um, I know on the uh, website it says a striking balance, but I'm not coming up with much of a balance at all. I mean, it's it's powerful, powerful uh, spruce. It's uh, listed at 9.5%, so it's got a great kick to it. And uh, 80, 85 IBUs, so there's a decent amount of hops in this beer, but hops are lost with the amount of spruce on it. Um, I would say, uh, you know, if spruce is your thing, I would dig into it. 
If um, you've never had a spruce beer, you might want to pick one or two out of the singles um, section of your local beer store if they have this in singles and try it that way uh, as opposed to buying a whole six pack of it because uh, you're, you're, you could be wrecked if you don't like this stuff and then you got five more beers to go. <laughs> so, yeah, but um, I think it's a good beer. I usually pick up a six pack for Christmas, um, get through the first three kind of quickly and then slowly uh, pick and peck at the last of them. I don't think it's kind of difficult to have any more than one or two of these at a sitting um, and not have your palate completely wrecked. Uh, but they do a nice job with this beer. Well, I'm glad to hear your spruce beer turned out for you. Yeah. <laughs> I I've, got, to, I've got five more. You can always pop by and grab one. It's the thing, too, is I've had a couple <laughs> spruce beers before and I actually like them. So I was, just, I, it, was, it was just not the experience that I have had in, in prior. So like I said, some, hey, sometimes it's on the shelf a little too long. Well, exactly. And I, I had the same thing kind of happen to me today. I had, a, I had picked up a six-pack of beer and... I'm like, wait, I haven't even seen this this year. And, and so I went and looked at the date. Sure enough, it was bottle 1128, um, 2016. And I thought, well, you know, if it had been discounted or something like that, I, I might have taken a chance. I know it was in the cooler, but it wasn't the kind of beer to me that seemed like it would last for a full year and still be drinking. It wasn't really a sellable type of beer. So I just passed on it. Sometimes that helps to check those dates. Uh, most, most of them are, uh, most of the craft beers are pretty good about having the dates on there as far as, you know, when they were bottled or canned and then you can make your decisions based on that. Yeah. The spruce beers are, uh, I've had some really pungent, punchy in the mouth one which it sounds like Doug's is and I've had other ones that just didn't have much flavor at all and I'm I'm thinking the darkest one is you know probably just old and maybe the spruce has faded and I know that a good friend uh, Mike Bardalis who brews is the brewer for Kickstand Brewing in Commerce Township in Michigan uh, that he makes an excellent spruce beer that was the first spruce beer I was like wow this is really really good so if anybody gets a chance to go up to Commerce Township there, uh, pay them a visit, say hi to Mike. Yeah. Super good uh, spruce beer they make. But it's a, I've had a variety of them. Uh, I can understand why Dugout would recommend you buy one bottle because you're either going to love it or not like it very much because you know, it's like drinking a tree, a Christmas tree in a glass. <laughs> Any other comments on the spruce beers now that we've had two? If not, I think we're moving on to Greg with our next beer of the evening. So take it away, Greg. Tell us what you got. All right. Well, tonight uh, I'm brought in from Southern Tier Brewing Company out of Lakewood, New York. I guess that's the uh, western side of New York, about 60 miles away from Buffalo. Um, I have their 2 Xmas, which is a 8% uh, ale which is, uh, according to their website, it's brewed with uh, figs, orange peels, cardamom, cinnamon, clove, and ginger root. And this was inspired by a party they went to one time, and they had the sweetest drink of glug, which is a mulled wine, or, you know, it's a warm wine drink that has a lot of spices in it. But 
Obviously, they wanted to put it in the cold variety of beer, which turned out real well. And it, it's very similar, in my opinion. I've had both. Um, they both have a great uh, aroma, especially this one, aroma of, like, spice cake and, you know, a lot of uh, dark fruits and uh spicy sweetness to it almost it's almost reminiscent of a, like a belgian quad to me just at least by the aroma here it comes in a dark ruby color poured it out and it had a little head there for a little bit and it dissipated pretty quickly um just a smidge amount of glass lacing but uh, the aroma like i said smells a lot like fruit cake spice cake and see what the taste is like on it mm. About the same stuff, you know, a lot of spicy notes, good bready taste to it, uh, uh, a lot of caramel to it, dark fruits. Uh, this is almost like, and I, I say this loosely because I know that the crowd here, but I say it, it's it's similar to a, a pumpkin beer. It has that same characteristic, but I think it's it's got a little more of the uh, uh, notes of spiciness of, from the ginger to kind of draw away from there but overall i mean this is a this is a good holiday beer and i don't think this is one that uh much like doug you know he buys that juicy tree i don't think i would buy you know a full six pack of it because you know once every one and once in a while is probably enough for me and uh definitely would like to try other stuff that are similar to this but this is a, a really nice offering and I'm glad I bought it. I mean, it's, it's really tasty. And with 40 IBUs, it, it goes down pretty easy. It hides the hops real well. I, I think the uh, commercial description said it had two types of hops in it. doesn't really list what kind, but it, it definitely is a, a very easy drinking beer. So, fantastic. I, I don't know if you guys have had this as well, but, uh, it's, uh, yeah, like I said, enjoyable stuff. I have not had the the, Chris, the two Xmas. Uh, can you tell me? Is there like is there a lot of spices in it, or is it uh, pretty benign? Of a lot of holiday beers, just overwhelm you with nutmeg and cinnamon and cloves, and just wondering if there's any of that in there. Well, you know, the description at least they say is you know figs, uh, orange peel, cardamom, cinnamon, cloves, ginger, and, and you're definitely getting a little bit. I think more of the ginger out of all that. I mean, you definitely get the orange peel and, and like that, but it's, it doesn't overpower it. It's not like punch you in the face, but uh, it definitely is. Uh, I think it's well-balanced and, uh, but you know, it, it's one of these things that you, know, you probably don't want to have a full six pack of. You probably get tired of drinking it after a little bit, but it's a nice little treat for, especially this time of the season. So. Sounds good. Thanks yeah. for sharing that. Anyone else ever had this beer? Can't say that I, I have. Did, I would like I, to. I'm thinking I have had it before. Um, maybe not last year, but the year before. I didn't think they've been putting it out for a few years now. Um, and, you know, pretty much anything from that brewery is spot on. Um, as was from my memory, that beer as well. Yeah. Alrighty then, well. I'm going to move on and introduce you to my beer tonight, which uh, I had to remove the wax from the bottle, which is always a challenge. Um, 
this particular beer, uh, we're going to give Dark Horse another try since uh, the obtuse spruce, which uh, no no insults to Dark Horse on that first one. I think it was just like an older bottle, like we yes. probably determined. But that being said, uh, we're going to go with a beer that I know is fresh, um, and that would be the Dark Horse Rum Barrel Age Four Elf, 2017 vintage from this year's Four Elf Party. And before I review the beer, just uh, uh, I know uh, Lee Stugout knows all about the Four Elf Party, which I, I don't know if you've ever attended. I have never attended it, but I've heard all kinds of great stories about the all-night shares they have before the party, and it's really quite a festive occasion out there in Marshall, Michigan at Dark Horse, and uh, probably their biggest uh, event of the year, their, their uh, Four Elf Party. Um, so I have not attended it but fortunately i did have someone grab me some of this so and now i will pour this into my glass so this is a rum barrel age four elk winter warmer spiced ale so i'm going to expect some of those spices that i was talking about when i asked greg about his beer um this has a nice healthy uh beige to tan head um Disappears pretty quickly, but it was about a one finger. It's nice and carbonated. I know it's fresh, so I know there, uh, you know, should be a lot of strong flavors. So let me go ahead and get a whiff of the aroma. I can definitely smell some cinnamon, some cloves, uh, maybe a little bit of alcohol rum. So let's take a taste of it. Yeah, and uh, also the beer is dark brown. Uh, not really much lacing on this. It's got a nice creamy mouthfeel to it. It's uh, not a full-bodied beer. It's, uh, I don't want to say thin, but more like uh, probably between an ale and a porter versus between a porter and a stout. But I'm um, definitely getting those uh, Christmas spices. Probably so, um, I'm tasting uh, cinnamon, nutmeg, clove. Then it follows with some, uh, you know, more of a sweet malt. And then some dark fruits. And uh, really uh, not, a, not, a, not a real bitter aftertaste. It's a nice dry finish, but it's it's pretty solid. It's a, uh, uh, I, I was lo I'm keep looking for more rum. There's... The rum is there, and I think it's more present as a molasses, like a dark rum would have, uh, than, you know, like an alcohol rum. It's there, but uh, it's not boozy, as some barrel-aged beers could be, especially when it's new. Usually a lot of people say uh, uh, spirit barrel beers can be what they call hot because it's too boozy. This does not have that booziness, which is kind of disappointing because I love that uh you know, maybe it's because I used to be in the spirits business years ago, but uh, I enjoy having a, a strong, uh, you know, spirit presence from bourbon or rum. In this case, rum. But it's it's there with the you know like that dark rum molasses flavor is there. It's a uh, you know just a uh, really easy uh, drinking beer that you would want to. It would be perfect to drink you know while you're enjoying some Christmas cookies and or sitting around the fire uh, as. Greg said probably somewhat similar to his beer and that you would probably not want to drink you know, three or four of these in a row. I think it'll be like a one and done. Uh, um, not that it's like cloying sweet or anything because it's not. Um, 
it's just uh, with all these spices and and stuff. I don't I, I don't know if I can go back back to this, you know, after having. But you know, I got a four pack of it, and I'm enjoying the one I have very much. It's you know, it's kind of like that football quote: "The Bears are who they thought they who we thought they were." Well, this beer is what I thought it would be. You're going all Dennis Green on us? I guess so. <laughs> so four elf rum barrel four elf is who we thought they were. <laughs> But it's it. I, I'm enjoying it. I'm, uh, uh, you know, this is a perfect beer for the holidays. It really is. And spices, toffee, molasses, cinnamon, clove. I mean, I had some up close and personal time with some non-barrel aged Four Elf a couple a uh, couple days ago. It's probably not that different. I don't think that there's. I guess that would be my one. I don't know if you want to say criticism because. Uh, there's nothing wrong with this, and I'm sure that the rum barrel aging did enhance it. But it's you know it's not giving me that big, you know, spirity, hot, boozy kick that I would uh, prefer to have um, in this particular vintage, anyway. But it's you know it's pretty good. It's a you know, these holiday beers are you know I think that's what they're supposed to be. Like, you know, it is what it's supposed to be, as Dennis Green would say. So. Uh, Anybody else have any comments on either the regular Four Elf or uh, any of the other Four Elf beers? Um, the party was last week. Um, uh, I guess what maybe two weeks ago. I'm not sure. Uh, pretty uh, two weekends ago, I believe it was. Um, and you know they have a lot of variants. Um, one of them, I believe, is Burb Rum, which is a uh, they take bourbon aged beer and rum barrel aged beer and blend them together. Uh, I think they have Burb Run Plead the Fifth. So they took Plead the Fifth Stout and aged half of it in bourbon and half of them in rum barrels, and then they blend it. Um, I haven't had one of those yet, but uh, I'm looking forward to trying one of those. Uh, I have some uh, that a friend picked up for me that I haven't uh, received yet, so that is one I'm looking forward to. Um, and there's uh, several other variants that uh, if you go to the party, you'll have access to. So, but... It is a uh, one of those iconic parties that you hear everybody legendary stories. People stay out all night in the cold and have bottle shares and drink too much and do stupid things. And um, but it's a controlled environment. I don't think uh, anybody's dumb enough to drink and drive out there. Certainly hope not. And uh, a lot of people get all the local hotels get booked up for that thing, and you know Ubers and taxis get everybody around safely. And uh, it's a it's quite an event. Uh, it's one of those bucket list events. Uh, it's a, it always seems to be a bad weekend for me to go. Um, so uh, maybe one of these days I'll get out there. So uh, on that note, I wanted to ask the, you other beer nuts here. Uh, I just got a few quick, quick uh, Christmas questions. Uh, so I'm going to go around the horn and starting back with Chris is what beer do you want for Christmas this year? Maybe select a beer that you wish you would have been able to try and you either didn't have access to it or missed it. It came out and hit the stores and you didn't get to grab any. Or in your case, Chris, maybe you're away in travel and you got back and you heard about this great beer that came and went. Uh, what beer do you want for Christmas that you couldn't get this year? Uh, I still haven't had KBS. What? Yeah. Oh, no. that's it. That's like that's when I tell easy. people I haven't seen the Goonies. They're like, "What? How? Yeah." <laughs> well, what is uh, wrong with you? 
Well, St. Exactly. JR here. I'm not a St. Nick, but I certainly have uh, one in my stocking for you. <laughs> so next time we're together, I will make it a point to bring you one of those. How about CBS? Did you get any Founders CBS? Did, uh, I did not. Yes. Well, that could, that could also be arranged for your stocking, Chris. It could be a good Christmas for you. I've been on the road since, like, Halloween, it feels like. <laughs> we'll talk to you after the show because I might be in your neighborhood tomorrow for the Coonan uh, Winter Solstice release. I have to go pick up some beer there, so maybe I could fill your stocking tomorrow. Oh, I will see. tell you, my local bottle shop gave me a present. There are eight taps now at the store that I go to. You can get, you can take home growlers, and they're going to be rotating. Oh, nice! They have a growler station. Yeah, is that is that the one over at Grossbeck? No, it's one on uh, uh, Shores Canteen on Jefferson. Oh. oh, wow. Okay. Eight shiny new taps since the last time I've been in there. Perfect. Wow. Yeah, I was impressed. I was like, all right, I'm going to remember this place. <laughs> or, I mean, I know where the place is, but yeah. It's... Well, I'm glad that, we, that you answered this question because that's a request that I can fulfill. So Santa is... Going to be good for you for this Christmas, even though you've probably been very bad. But <laughs> a little bit. That's all right. Uh, naughtiness can be rewarded on this show. <laughs> so uh, okay, well, and uh, Doug, out. How about you? What beer do you want for Christmas? Well, let's see. Uh, oh, I was thinking because I tried to get some, and it just turned into debacle and through no fault of anybody's uh it wasn't able to happen i was almost there but i was uh hoping for a new holland brewing 20th anniversary uh or 20 percent beer um it was on, it was on tap at the brewery but we couldn't make it that night and i just had one night over in that area and had to come back so um but a uh very close second contender leads me into the best, you know, sort of the best beer I had this year. And uh, my second close contender was from uh, Maine Brewing Company, and that's a beer called Dinner, um, which is a, like kind of a pretty specially release. I mean, they do mostly brewery releases with it, but they will send out some cases here and there, but it's very rare. Um, but that leads me into beer I had in 2017 that I enjoyed the most was from Maine Brewing and it was a beer called Lunch and uh, just so simply made just really fresh and crisp and delicious um, and there's no like kind of crazy secret about it it's just made so well and that's why it tastes so good yeah, I've, uh, I've never had dinner. I've had lunch. Um, that's all, another bucket list for me. That was a great choice. How about you, Greg? Uh, what beer do you want for Christmas? Uh, so and many maybe, choices. <laughs> uh, hopefully I was good enough for Santa to bring it for me. But uh, uh, one that comes to mind that I've been kind of chasing for a little bit, and, and it, it's down from Florida there, uh, Cigar City Hunapu. That's one that uh, I'd love to get a, a, a crack at, and I've heard great things about it, and uh, 
maybe I'll be good enough this year, and or maybe I have been good enough that I'll, I can finally get to it, and we'll see. But uh, yeah, that's one definitely I'm I'd like to try. So, well, uh, the good news is I have a Hunapu, and I just actually won a box that had another Hunapu in it, so I will soon have two of those. Oh so, my goodness! At the very least. We'll have to get together and sh- and have a share where you can enjoy some. Well, I wouldn't um, mind that. Sure. And uh, along those lines, Doug, I have a bottle of the 20th anniversary New Holland either. So I will <laughs> certainly save that until we can be together. You're like the um, Santa Claus of beer, Jr. Yeah. Um, man. Well, uh, I, I can't Santa help you with the dinner, though. I can't help you with it. We didn't even have to sit on his lap to tell him our wish list. Well, those of you who have seen my lap know that I I do fit the physical profile to be a Santa. (laughs) (laughs) And and you know what? I may be able to track down a Santa. I do have some contacts in Maine. I just uh, get busy and I don't think about tracking stuff down like that. So, um, well. The only thing with the New Holland 20th at 20%, uh, we'll have to make sure there's some Ubers involved in that one. <laughs> yeah, or somebody else's driver. Yes. Yep. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, the, I think we have, uh, looks like we can satisfy just about everybody's list except probably mine, which isn't really a, a easy beer to find, but it, it also, I don't think it's, you know, a real ridiculous ask, and that is the Prairie Bourbon Paradise which was just released like a week ago. And I know that the Oak Cafe, one of our favorite places where, uh, if you recall, we recorded our episode with Founders Anniversary uh, from there. And they had a couple bottles and they put it on their website. And I went by the next day and, oh, no, they were gone within an hour or two. So, uh, but it's a, that would be uh, my one beer that I really hoped I could get a hold of one. Now, it's only been a week or two since it was released, so maybe there's a few floating around there that I could maybe uh, negotiate a, a trade with a, a local trader for that. But uh, that that would be one that came to mind for me. And then Doug had already answered this question, but the, the follow-up to that was, what was your favorite beer of 2017? So I will circle back to uh, Chris on that. What was the favorite beer you had this year? Uh so, so that I haven't tried before. It seems so pedestrian, but once I tried it, I drank a lot of it, and it was that it was that Bell's Pool Time ale. Like that, like I drank a lot of that this summer. Like, oh yeah, a lot it's of crushable. that. Crushable. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, like, yeah, just just going by straight up. If I look at the receipts for this year, that's the beer I, I bought the most in the summer months. You know, we're going to have to do a crushable episode. That's a great name for an episode. Something crushable. That you can drink four or five of them and still have your wits about you. I mean, it started giving me a, a taste now. I mean, I can totally pick out, you know, the Belgian yeast and stuff now because of that, though. I mean, so, I guess, you know. It's Nothing all, wrong it's with all that. worth it. doesn't have to be a whale to be your favorite beer of the year. Yeah. Well, Dugout, you already answered this question when you said uh, uh, lunch was your favorite beer of 2017, and I can't fault you for that. It's an excellent beer. I believe I've had one of those, and I remember it was a, uh, a treat. So I guess that brings us back to you, Greg. 
Oh, that was a that's a tough thing. Uh, let's see. Uh, I've had uh, CBS, and it's fantastic. Um, but you know, I, I go back to uh, at least the the Michigan Fall Beer Festival. Just trying all those great beers that they had there, and the one that comes to mind, uh, at least for me, was from Drafting Table. Um, and it, it was a gin barrel aged mean vanilla bean stout, and that just that just blew my mind. <laughs> I just I, I wish I could have gone back for a few more. I probably could have, but I wanted to expand my uh, expand my tokens for the you know the whole place. But uh, that place that that beer itself was amazing, and uh, I certainly haven't forgotten it. So hopefully uh, I can get out there to drafting table again and. Um, they can have that offering again, and, and that thing was great. I loved it. Well, yeah, I had a great visit to uh, drafting table earlier this year with uh, my class that I teach. Uh, we had our field trip there, and wonderful experience. Great people out there. Aaron Resnick, the super guy that uh, you know, gave us a tour of his brewery and answered all my students' questions. But uh, yeah, definitely. Uh, Make the trip out there if you get a chance. They're doing great things. And, man, what a interesting, you know, you said gin barrel, and I'm right away thinking Saison or, you know, some kind of lighter style beer. But I would, you know, I love gin and I love stout. I, that really uh, appeals to me. I'd love to try that as well. So yeah, good good, uh, good mention there. Uh, I didn't even know that they made that uh, aging gin barrels. Hopefully they'll do it again. Yeah, hopefully so. That was fantastic. So, uh well, the, the beer that I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna talk about is uh, Hill Farmstead Aaron, which was a, bur- a barrel a- bourbon barrel aged barley wine. Um, I did not review it on Beer Nuts because I have a son named Aaron who's nine years old, and I promised him when I got this uh, beer in the mail that it had his name on it, and he was all excited. He was like, "Oh, when are you gonna drink that?" And I said, "On your birthday." So we actually uh, went out of town for his birthday. Um, and I drank it in the hotel room after we had his birthday cake, and um, so he's he was living vicariously through me. He was just proud that I was drinking the beer that had his name on it. But it was it was mind blowing. It was really, and it, uh, anybody that's ever had anything from Hill Farmstead won't be surprised. Um, but that was the one beer that when I look back on the whole year, you know, now all I can think of is how can I get another one of those? That was fantastic. And, uh, so that might be another quest for beer traders and so forth. So uh, one last thing before we uh, head to Mexico is uh, you know, uh, uh, when you brought up that gin barrel beer, Greg, uh, one of the beers that Coonan will be releasing at their winter solstice party, which uh, is this weekend. So by the time this episode uh, releases, uh, that will have occurred. Um, there were some beers available on their website for pre-purchasing, and I did purchase some, and one of them was a gin barrel-aged Simcoe Sillier. Um, so I'll be getting to try that at the brewery. Nice. Um, so uh, I did pre-purchase some bottles. I didn't get the, the, the gin barrel-aged one. I think I got a, a sampler pack that has one bottle of that in, so I will get one bottle of that, but I got some of their other favorites like the bourbon barrel barley wine and bourbon, you know, my, one of my all-time favorites, bourbon barrel 4D. So I'll be getting a few bottles of those, and uh, who knows if you're around uh, tomorrow, Christopher, maybe we can uh, 
try to get together. Although I don't know what your work schedule is like, but we'll talk about that off the air. So over, that's what the, my work schedule is. Oh, well, then maybe I'll be meeting you at the tap room uh, tomorrow. There you go. <laughs> so very much looking forward to that, and uh, I wish everybody, all our listeners, and all our fellow beer nuts, those with us, and certainly Uncle Pete, who is still uh, in the process of unpacking all his boxes. He's in his new house. So we certainly wish him well for the holidays and everyone else. Uh, happy holidays to you all and your families and best wishes for a prosperous new year. I believe we will have one more show before the new year. It'll probably be re-released on uh, right before uh, New Year's Eve. So is Pete local or is he north now? No, he's a little further south, but not much further. He's not too far from where he was. So oh, okay, not so much he's there. Still, he's still. He's still uh, a short drive from my place. So. Still, still metro area? Down, he's still a downriver, downriver rat. Gotcha. <laughs> so for those of you outside of the Detroit area, downriver is the area south of the city that, uh, along the Detroit River, um, and which actually where Pete lives in uh, Rockwood is pretty much where Lake Erie starts. So, And I am in the island in the Detroit River called Grosseal. So there's your... Uh, Geography lesson for the Detroit area. And the nickname for the east side is Upriver. Upriver. You <laughs> You're upriver, I'm downriver. Yep. Dugouts uh, in the in the burbs, I guess. Yep. Briggs <laughs> uh, out there in, uh, I guess you're Ford pretty land. close to the city limits, aren't you? Yeah, Ford Land. How's that? <laughs> yeah, Ford go. Land. There you go. All right. So that's all I have. Uh, happy holidays, everybody. Everybody want to uh, cl- close? Uh, I'll give everybody a chance to say goodbye. So we'll go back to Chris. And... Well, I just want to thank everyone who's listened and downloaded this year. Recently found out we have a way bigger audience than I thought, like in general, like for the Beer Nuts and for Christopher Media in general, dug a little deeper into our stats. And, yeah, so you've been, especially Beer Nuts, I mean, especially since we, we, we got going, you know, back in September. Got the, the regular content churning out again. I mean, wow. You guys have really shown there's an audience for Craft Beer Podcast. You're listening. And just thank you, everybody. Uh, stick with us. You know, things always cooking, brewing. And just, you know, follow us on Twitter at Beer Nuts Podcast. Uh, email the show, Beer Nuts Podcast at ChristopherMedia.net. Just thank you to everybody who's listened in 2017, and we'll see you in 2018. Amen. Doug out. There you go. Closing comments. Well, just want to wish everybody a happy holiday season. Uh, please be safe, and uh, if you get the opportunity, reach out to somebody who does a little less fortunate than you. Then please do so. Um, you know, it's not always a great time of year for for everybody, so just be kind and and uh, celebrate with your family and loved ones. Amen. Greg, well, just you know, like everybody else said, happy holidays to everybody, and it's been a pleasure being on this podcast every every time i've been on it and um hopefully santa brings everybody the beer they're they're looking for if not eh, what the heck just enjoy the beer you got so happy holidays and we'll see you in 2018 amen all right well uh, that about does it so as they say in old mexico city if you like this show please tell a friend Please follow us on Twitter and like and share us on Facebook by searching for Christopher Media. You can subscribe to all ChristopherMedia.net shows for free on ChristopherMedia.net. Please make sure to rate and comment on all your favorite Christopher Media shows. 
Thank you in advance for supporting Christopher Media by clicking on the PayPal button and by clicking through to all the sponsors who support ChristopherMedia.net. Thank you for visiting ChristopherMedia.net. And thank you for listening. Thank you for visiting ChristopherMedia.net.